Welcome back to Going Through It with Justin Essenmacher. Doing a solo one, baby. I'm back and uh, I feel good. Kind of. You know, typical shit. But uh, I just got back from vacation going back to Michigan, which was a good time. You know, I haven't been home in like almost a year. So that was like the longest I've ever been home. You know, away from home. Which... I don't know, is that a normal thing for some people? I don't know, some people might say it's too... Uh, some b- people might be like, wow, that's long. Some people be like, man, you're a pussy, you miss home and stuff. But I did miss home. I miss home. I live in an apartment with three other full-grown adults, you know? Sometimes I guess it was a... And I needed to break away from this damn city. I needed a break, dude. And now I'm back and I'm like, White Claws, dude. Let's fucking, let's drink some White Claws. I wanted to do it alone, and I'm like, you know what? It's Friday. Everybody's gone from my apartment. So, Philip and uh, his lady, they're out at ACL, partying their asses off. Bilal's at work, and now I'm sitting here doing a podcast because I was, like, going to try to figure out my plans and see what people are doing. And I'm like, well, I probably should get this done and be an adult about it. Also, I didn't want to embarrass myself and try to ask people to hang out. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. I was gone for a week, and I feel like I was gone for eternity, but also I feel like I was gone not at all. My sense of time is gone. The day before I was going back to Michigan, I'm like, I just saw my family last week. I just saw them last week, and uh, I was like, no, dude, you saw them, you saw them a year ago, Justin. What is weird? And I'm like, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I was like, yeah, yesterday I was, I was, I saw my sister and my niece. She was uh, a couple weeks old. Now she's a year old. And I'm a year older and look way worse, I think. You can definitely tell the wear and tear from traveling around the, the world. Not the, the world. That's what's crazy. I've only traveled the country, but traveling the country to us seems like the world. Especially during the pandemic, dude. That's basically that's basically the world. If you travel the country, that's basically the world and during a pandemic. I'm a fucking badass, dude. I'm a badass who I'm a badass who uh uh pushed his limits through the worst time in America. I was talking about that today. It was it's terrible time. It still is a terrible time. But I was sitting there at home getting unemployment, making the most money I ever made. I was moving up in the world. I bought this damn mixing board. You know what I mean? I bought this mixing board. I bought an iPad. I bought a damn iPad. That's how I was living. And now I'm like scared to for next month's rent check. And I got a job. Tell me that, government. How the hell, how the hell can we, uh, you know, be, how can we be paying citizens more money while they're sitting at home what the fuck is going on you think our normal jobs can afford this shit but you're like you know what give them a thousand dollars that that's drug dealer money baby that's crazy money especially if you're poor that's like fucking wild shit you know what i mean what the what the hell how are you gonna give me more money when i'm not working then when I'm working and give me less. That makes no sense, government. I work in Texas. They have the federal minimum wage. As a server, I make $2.13 an hour. Obviously, I make tips, which would be terrible because if I actually had to make two thirteen an hour, I, could, I wouldn't be able to uh, afford food to eat a whole week, I guess. I guess I could. Be eating like peanut butter and jellies or McDonald's. McDonald's, you'd be eating fat, dude. You be eating all day. Dollar menu, baby. But how can I, how do I, why do I make less money when I work than when I don't work? That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. Then they cut it off and I was like, oh shit, I got to be an adult again. But when they cut it off, I was already moving. Moving to Texas, thank God I moved to Texas because 
uh, Texas had the freedom and they let you work. Which, who the fuck wants to work? No one wants to fucking work. What? Who wants to work? No one does. That'd be so stupid. Especially if the government's giving me a whole bunch of money to stay home. People that were complaining, they're like, I just want to go back to work. I just want to go back to work. I want to get my nine to five. And I'm like, man, learn a hobby, you know. Go read a book or something. Go take a walk. Which, I mean, now that I have a job again, it's like, it's it's work. Then it is, then it's playtime. It's comedy and playtime. And it's just a cycle. And when I'm not doing that, that's, that's some crazy, it's weird. Your body can't adjust. So it's like when I have a free time, I'm like, oh shit, I got to be doing something, dude. I got to be, I got to be fucking, uh, I got to be doing content. I got to be writing. I got to be doing something or I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking failing. I'm failing miserably. And that's what's bad because I never slow down. I went on vacation and I didn't do much of comedy. I didn't do much content all also because I had no service where I was, which I have no service. I don't know if it's because they released the new iPhone or if it's because um, there's just no service. 5G, I think, is like the worst thing. It's like the coolest thing, but also the worst thing. It's like, it's a double-edged sword. If you got it, it's fucking good. But if you don't got it, your phone is worse than dial-up. You actually, your phone can't even load. It like breaks it, which makes no sense. I'm like, if you want us to use it, fall back on 4G, baby. Fall back on the 4G. 4G was good to me. 4G, I had a consistent uh, service for the most part, unless you're out in the middle of nowhere. Now 5G, I'm downtown Austin. You go downtown, there's no service, which makes no fucking sense. I don't even know, how do the companies run if there's no service? Tell me that, White Claw. Well, the White Claw is kind of saying... They don't get it either. White Claws, like if you drink enough White Claws, you might start to just accept shit. You might just to start to accept life and how bad it is. How are you doing, champ? Not good. Have a White Claw. Thank you. Have a White Claw. But yeah, no service, man. No service anywhere. So I was taking a... I, I, I also needed to probably take a mental break. I was still going like full bore. You still had to visit the family. I was still driving around doing shit, you know, having a good time. So it was good for me. I did one spot. I did one comedy spot at New Way Bar, which was the first spot that I, uh, the first spot I ever did comedy at. And um, I had to go back. And the show is fucking awesome. It's an open mic on a Monday night. And the place had, when I walked in, there was probably 40 actual people, which is bigger than like any show I've done down in Austin. So, am I doing good or bad? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. If you're going to an open mic and it's the, it's the, it's the best uh, place that you've done comedy in a long time. Felt good. Did some crowd work. Got a video. Didn't do well. Which, the content thing is really, it's, that's a tough fucking animal. I know you just have to keep doing it. Constantly push it, push it, push it. But when it don't hit and you're like, man, I'm I'm nothing. Which is fucked up. That's fucked up. I guess it's just like I just want to be seen. Please, somebody, find me and help me out. Help me, please. I'm losing my mind. And then you get addicted to it, so you're pushing all the likes and buttons. Like right now I'm doing a TikTok live. Why? I don't fucking know. I've never even done a TikTok live. I just pushed live and set it up and then like figured, Hey, why not see if somebody will send in questions? You know, somebody actually said very proud of you. I'm proud. Somebody also said, I'm proud. That's so sweet. Oh, it's the same person. Shh, I'm proud. I don't even know who that is. Do you send things back? Who gives a shit? Nine, nine an hour, babe. Nine an hour, babe, Daniel says. Yeah, nine an hour is still like, what the fuck do you expect us to do? You can't even, I don't even think you live in a place for $9 an hour. That makes no sense at all. You would pay rent and then you would have a loaf of bread and some peanut butter if you're lucky, $9 an hour. No offense, Dan. I don't know if that's a lot for you, but 
Um, hope it is. Hope you're doing well. So yeah, I guess I was doing it on there. I, I was seeing maybe if I did TikTok, maybe I could get one person to send in a question or something, get my mind going, get my brain going. Later, I'm going to definitely play Would You Rather by myself. It's going to be fun, so stick around. Anyway, back to Michigan. So I flew in to stand up in my best friend's wedding, and man, it was a beautiful wedding. Big wedding, good food, cool decor, DJ killed it, everybody had a good time. I didn't get kicked out. I didn't get too crazy, you know what I mean? So good for me. Hey, hey, hey. You know how many weddings I've been kicked out? Well, not kicked out of, but I have ruined many events from drinking, I guess. I don't try to, but I guess I'm just a wild boy. I'm a wild boy. I'm a, I'm a wild boy. I'm a wild boy. I'm a, you know what I mean? So I guess I'd like to go hard at weddings. I don't fucking know why, but I, they have an open bar, so what else am I supposed to do? Give me a water and a, and a tequila soda? No, I'll just take the tequila soda. Actually make it two. Am I right? Am I right? So the big story with the wedding, which... I feel like such an asshole. I feel bad. Sorry, Jake. Sorry, Maddie. Love you guys. Thanks for having me. They also boarded me up for the the two days for their wedding. That was nice, you know. They let your boy just do whatever, and they took care of me, and it was their wedding. So they're like, yeah, dude, we don't care. We got a, we got a two-year-old. He sleeps in between us. And I'm like, but it's your wedding day, dude. Go get a hotel room. I'm like, no, we're going to go home. I'm not going to drink. I'm just going to. Go celebrate and then go home. I'm like, okay. I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, dude, I got you. That's just a good person. That is a good person. So I get to the wedding and I needed to buy an outfit. It was very simple outfit. Cool black shoes, you know, dress shoes, right? No show socks. Suspenders. A fitted white button-down long sleeve shirt. Um, skinny black dress pants, you know, slim boys. And then you then a little off the ankle. You know, a little short. Be that you know that fucking the way the rock looks. Dwayne the Rock Johnson looks, walks around, you know, with no socks and pimp shoes. That was our outfit. Well, I'm like, I don't have any of that shit. And you know, I'll just I'll just get it when I get into Michigan. I got a couple days. Um so the first day I get in, I go and I see my nephews who I haven't seen, my brother, my sister in law. I haven't seen them, you know, so I went and stayed over there. Saw the nephews hung out. Next day, I uh, wake up, and then I should have gone shopping, but there was no car for me. That's what I told myself, kind of. Could have figured it out. And then I hung out with my nephews all day. You know, had a couple white claws. <laughs> but, so, now, I uh, get the white claw. I'm drinking, just hanging out all day, and... The next day rolls around, which is the rehearsal dinner. <laughs> now it's Thursday. I get in Tuesday. It's Thursday. It's the day of the rehearsal dinner. So I go hang out with my friend Jake, who's getting married, because I'm standing up and I want, and they had a rehearsal dinner, a rehearsal thing at like three. I don't know what I was doing. So instead of going shopping, I just woke up and I went to. Jake's for the rehearsal. And it's an easy outfit. It's black pants and a white shirt, dude. That's it. That's fucking simple. So, um, what happens? Oh, so then the wedding day, and I'm like, well, I'll wake up early and I'll go. And then the day before, I looked at all the stores. They're not open till like 10 or 11. I'm like, fuck me, dude. Fuck me hard. And Jake went shopping like a few days prior, and he's like, yeah, dude, good luck finding any of the things. I'm like, it's a black shirt. I mean, black pants and a white shirt, dude. It's at every store. That's at Walmart. Um, Except fitted and slim pants. So we go to the first store. I go to Kohl's, and they have nothing. No one wears fitted shirts anymore. I don't know. I mean, no one has fitted shirts. They had classic white fit, and the shirts look like shit, and they're like $40, $50. I'm like, this is stupid. Also, they have no pants. They had no shoes. I'm like, fuck, we got to go. So then we had to drive like 40 minutes because I also, my brother was supposed to give me suspend. I mean, my brother had the suspenders. I didn't grab them. He also had black shoes. 
I didn't grab him. He had a white shirt, which I couldn't wear, but I also didn't grab it. I had nothing. I had nothing. And I felt so bad because I'm like, I'm about to fuck this day up. So we drive 14 minutes, 40 minutes to 14 miles at Oakland Mall. We go into Oakland Mall because they had an H&M. I'm like, dude, H&M is going to have everything. That's where I get all my shit. They shut down the Lakeside location. I know if anybody's from not in Michigan, they won't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But Lakeside, Michigan, H&M is apparently closed down. Oh, no. What? What am I going to do? So we're over there, and we go into the store, and um, we go to H&M, which is supposed to open at 11 a.m. We're there at 11 a.m., right at 11 a.m. There's a fucking sign on the store says 12 p.m. I'm like, this is how it's going to work out. Then we find out Jake's going to leave at like 1 p.m. I thought I was going to ride with Jake. <gasps> nope. So we go walk around. We go to Express. Express had two white shirts, not the style we needed. They were classic fit, but they also only had two white shirts. Every other color every store had. White shirts were nowhere found. I don't know where the fuck is buying classic fit White shirts, but stop it. If you're wearing classic fit, grow the fuck up and wear some slim fitted shit. It's just what looks better. Okay, guys? Gentlemen who aren't wearing fitted shit, you know, stop. This shirt's a little baggy, so who the fuck am I? It depends. It depends what you're wearing. If you're getting sexy, get sexy. Don't fucking wear that classic fit, okay? Your women will want you more. What the fuck do I know about women? Moving on. So we go to Express. They had nothing. We go to Macy's. They had some, but now these shirts are fucking 60 to a hundred plus dollars. I'm like, there's no way there's no way. And I'm also like H and M's going to have it. I'm not going to spend this much. Cause I know H and M has like $20 shirts. That's a normal price for a dress shirt for me. It's a normal fucking price. $110 for a white dress down. Fuck you. Okay. Jake, what I think it was Jake or it was polo or whatever. Fuck you. Your shirt's not $110. It's a white blouse okay it's a blouse you bitch anyway so they didn't have anything go to jc penny i'm like oh yeah this actually seems like the fucking store that will have everything we need jc penny had didn't have one fitted shirt or slim pants so we went over to shoe carnival which shoe carnival dude fucking killing the game Cheapest shoes, and they look sexy. Go to Shoe Carnival. They fucking rule. I bought these snakeskin, low-cut black things with, like, a silver panel on it. Pimp daddies, as I like to call them. $30. Don't judge me. Because you would have bought them, too, for $30. The ones I wanted to buy were these fucking pimp little elf shoes Fucking like burgundy and like that old school velvet, like carpet, like squares, like diamond squares cut put into it. They were so cool, but I'm so poor. I would have bought them, but I'm too poor. <laughs> anyway, got the shoes. Now I need and the suspenders because I got them from my brother. So I have the shoes and the suspenders. Bow tie was included. That was my gift. So, I need white shirt, black pants. Now, 12 o'clock rolls around. The lady opened up late. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is going terribly. And 12.05, we walk into the store. And usually at H&M, I can just go to one section. I would have been in, out. Oh, it should have been five to ten minutes because I knew what I needed and I knew the sizes. And I just had to grab them and buy them. Well, H&M had one white button-down shirt with no collar. Then they had the, another one, which is exactly almost what I needed, but black buttons. Fuck me. Fuck me good. Fuck me hard. Am I right? So I looked at my buddy who drove me all over for this shit, and I felt so bad, Jamil. And we went back to Macy's, and I had to buy... $60 white button down and I'm just like this is so bad but I'm like I can't risk ruining the entire wedding and not have the right outfit and having six months of notice procrastinator procrastinator I thought it was going to be easier than that I really did I thought everybody was bullshitting about 
stuff being scarce. But turns out I was wrong again. Uh, wrong again. Um, but I got the outfit. Look fresh. You know what I mean? Fresh to death. I made it to the wedding and I didn't fuck it up. So I was a good boy. Good for me. Good for me. <laughs> oh, that was that was cheers. Ah, so I saw the nephews. They were all good. Uh, everybody's having kids. I went to the wedding and all my friends that I knew like a year ago, everybody's popping out more kids. Married, career. And they're like, how's life? And I'm like, three adults. I like to call myself the dad, the parent. I got three kids. They're about to get on their own. Maybe, I don't know. You always got a place for them. Always got a place. So, um, did that. Uh, I got to see my parents, hung out with them, saw my friends, watched the Michigan, Michigan State games, you know, had a good old time, played some games, played some Mario Kart, that was fun, got wasted, like you always do with the friends, um, yeah, just relax, dude. Relax, and now I'm ready to get back to it. And then I got back, and I'm like, hmm. I didn't feel like I was gone. I don't know. I guess my head was here. My head was kind of here, also kind of not here. Thinking about a lot, everybody keeps asking me, so what's the plan? Are you going to come back to Michigan? Are you going to stay in Austin? I don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. I'm hoping tonight I have some fun. Um, but this plan right now for me is to stick out this lease, be an adult about it, because unless I mean I strike gold and I can pay out of it and move, I would like to. There's a couple leaks going on right now. That's fucking fun. It's a lot of fun in the kitchen, in the bathroom. We're doing good. We're doing good. Um, But... The, the answer to if I want to stay or move, I definitely want to stay. As hard as it gets anywhere you go, it's like, I think this is the right move. I think this is the right spot. Austin, Texas. Especially for me. I like the how it feels here. Um, I always like to say that Austin, you know, big city with the small town feel, you know, it got that heart. People aren't such assholes. Um I like the scene. I feel like a nice part of it. I feel like a part of the community, which I've never felt more than I did here. Uh, it's smaller connects. The connects are insane that you can make. I mean, you're hanging out with, you know, some of the top people and they're just at the bar with you watching a band or some shit. Um, and that, you know, probably not going to happen in LA or New York. There's a different place for the people you know, the higher-ups in L.A., you know, they're hanging out at the fancy places that I can't go. They're hanging out at cool shit. They're also surrounded by their own friends. So that's the interesting thing about being here is that, you know, it's kind of like college for us comedians especially because you have brand-new comics mixed with 30-year veterans, and there's not a lot of us, and they're all doing the same shows. So you're going to be around you know, some of the top people and in a small city, which is cool. You could even fucking end up working with them. So that's cool. The opportunities are pretty good. And, you know, if you got on them, um, I would think the opportunities here in my, um, in my level would probably be better than like the LA level. Even though if I was still in LA right now, that'd be about two years. So who's to say? You know, you can't you can't say if you weren't there, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But I also like the move to L.A. was a big learning experience for me. It was, it was interesting. Um, I learned a lot. I learned about what I shouldn't do. I learned how to plan, I guess, better. Not really. I, I can't say that. But um, figuring things out. Uh, but L.A. was big, dude. It was just terrifying. I did it alone at the beginning. So when you're alone in a big city and it's your first move, it's fucking terrifying. 
Uh, you don't know if you're going to make ends meet. Uh, you don't know anybody. Um, yeah, LA was fun though. Fuck, I miss it. I miss LA. Fun stories in LA. But um, back to like staying, it's just a uh, big learning Another learning experience, which, but it's the ground level of the new Mecca. It's, it has to be. I'd be stupid to think differently unless things change. But I think it is growing. And it's cool to be on the ground floor of something. It's cool to be uh, part of this new adventure that's uh, taking place right now. Um, I mean, it's tough. I know for some people it's tough, and I know for some people are like, really, this is it? And I'm like, well, it's young, dude. It's young. People are still learning. Shows are still learning. Crowds are learning. It's also tough. Comedy, live comedy is a very hard form of art that people want to just go watch, sit down and watch. And then it's hard because when you're competing with Joe Rogan, and it's like, hey, um, Joe Rogan's at Vulcan, but you could come see me at Creek in the Cave for $5. It's like, no, I'm going to go probably see Joe Rogan and fucking three other famous comedians, which that's always tough, and that's right down the street. So it's what you're competing with. The um, Everything goes through it. Marketing and the to get people to a comedy show, it's like pulling fucking teeth sometimes, even the free shows. And that's what's crazy when you can't even get people to a damn free show. What the fuck? What do we got to do? But you got to be a comedy fan to want to do it. And some people, it's kind of funny, like going to open mics and just watching people go. And it's like their first comedy experience. And you're like, oh, we fucked them up. We fucked them up good for the rest of their comedy life. Some people just don't know what the fuck we go through or what some of the shit is that we do. So... That's a um interesting take. Interesting take. Um so yeah, I'm gonna stay in Austin. Why the fuck not? I also don't feel like fucking moving. I don't wanna move, dude. Obviously I get I have to move if I need to move. Or maybe say tour happens if that ever does pop off. When it pops off, I'm gonna tour. I gotta say, I gotta switch my words, dude. I gotta stop saying what ifs and shit. Um, make it happen because they can make it happen. So that's the only like I'll accept touring. When people ask when I got to Michigan, they're like, "Did you drive here?" I'm like, "Fudge, no, hecky no, bro, no, no, no say, no, no, uh, uh-uh. twenty seven hours. Fuck that. You can eat my ass. I don't, I don't wish." driving across the country anybody unless you're a truck driver then that probably makes sense or if you got an rv makes sense you know but no that drive alone is just fucking it's lonely it's boring it's cool for like certain points when you see some cool views but then you're driving through corn 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 state and shit and you're just like this is just boring i'd rather read a book hmm and then on the long drives, you think you're going to, like, learn Spanish or listen to an audible book, and you turn on the first chapter, you're like, I can't. This is this is not it. And then you try it again. A few hours later, you're like, no. I listen to a few audiobooks. Audiobooks to me are very hard. Not hard. I just don't, I get lost pretty easily. So, like, if I start listening, I'll start thinking, and then it will be like, so I'll be like chapter one, and then I start thinking, and then I'll, all of a sudden when I snap back, it's like chapter two. That's when I snap back because the guy's voice changes. Like chapter two. And then I have to rewind the chapter. Each chapter is probably five minutes, but I made it take 15. What are you doing, Justin? Pay attention. I get bored quick. I get bored quick. I get bored quick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I haven't done one of these in a long time because these things get hard when you're doing solo and you're just bitching about your life. And 
I've been thinking like I need to write everything down, but I'm like, no. Uh, well, what did you do last night? Comedy. Okay. What did you do before? Worked. Okay. Kind of the same thing every week. And I'm like, you you better go back from that vacation with something to say, you idiot. And I do. Miss my family. I got to see everybody, you know, like the immediate family and stuff. Got to see the grandparents and uh, they're good. That was nice to see grandma and grandma. I got two grandmas. Both grandpas passed away. But, yeah, not married, so stop. Anyway, so they, uh, so I got to see them, some of my aunts and uncles. It was cool. I was surprised I got to see everybody. Usually everybody's busy, so that was nice, man. And um, got some good food. Oh, my gosh, dude. Life-changing news. <clears throat> so when I went back home, I had these stomach issues, and I thought it was like a food allergy, okay? This couch is so uncomfortable. So I thought I had a food allergy, and um, so I thought it was like gluten, or I thought it was, I don't know. I would eat certain things, and if I guess I would keep some of the bad stuff out, I wouldn't shit my pants. Well, I go to eat a sandwich, and I'm at the house, and I'm like, ask my brother, you got any Pepto? Because I'm about to eat this sandwich. It looks so good. I got to eat it. He's like, dude, I got these IB guards pills. This is not an advertisement. I'm not huge. IB guard. And I took one of those. I ate a sandwich. Changed my life. Changed my life, dude. I am on, I am on uh, IB guard now. And I can eat whatever the fuck I want. I feel good. I'm taking solid poops. This is a lot. But we're going through it. And I eat what I want now, and I don't feel like shit. And I didn't realize this whole time I had IBS. Way to figure it out, Justin. Way to, way to figure it out. So, I'm taking those. And I'm so happy that I fucking found something. I finally figured it out, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't have health insurance. So, you know, it's all self-prescribed. Um, yeah. Recommend it. If you've been feeling like shit after you eat food, IB guards. Get you some. That's how old I am. That's what I talk about now. What pills are you on? Well, IB guard. Uh, what's that pill for your chest? Uh, Ophazema? I don't fucking know. That's probably not it. Allergy pills. Rolades. Anyway. Oh, shit. There was something that I needed to say after the IB guard. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Anyway, IB guard, get it. Um, That was like a huge thing that blew my mind. But that's it. So I'm doing this TikTok thing live. What's happening? Um, It says uh, zero likes, zero guest request. One person I think is watching. There's a good connection though. So, hey, one person watching. I don't know how this sounds in your end. Ask me a question. Do it. Ask me a question and I'll answer it. Anyway, that's my TikTok fans. You know, blown up on the tick. Talky. TikTok. Uh, anyway. So, I went to Michigan. I had a good time. Oh. This shit. This is what happened. I am a idiot. An idiot. So, I booked a round trip for the 29th to the 6th. I booked it like an adult, right? So, I go home and uh, the day prior, I never checked my flight because I was certain that my flight was at 7 p.m. to leave Detroit to Austin. I was certain. I was like, yeah, I don't got to check it. I'm this smart. So, October 6th happens. I wake up. We had a great night's sleep. You know, I haven't really slept in Michigan. I wake up. It's like 12 p.m. And I'm just lollygagging around, and I'm doing my laundry, packing up my clothes to go. And I'm like, well, I guess I should check in now. It's 2 p.m. 
So I checked my spirit app. Hell yeah. Spirit. And it said my plane already arrived. I was like, wait, what? My flight was at 8.23 in the morning. Eight twenty three in the morning. It's two p.m. I'm going to check in. I also the kicker. I also bought the insurance. I also bought the insurance. <laughs> yeah, I did. I bought the fucking insurance. And guess what? You can not use your insurance if the plate has already taken off. Oh, tell me about it. So, but I'm calling customer service to try to see this. So, I call customer service. I wait for my time. You know, it's about 40 minutes of waiting. And then they call me up and I go, hey, miss my flight. Can you help me out? And they're like, nope. Nope. Uh, it doesn't matter. We can't do shit for you. We're spirit. Makes sense. So then I go, I do have a credit, though. Can I get the voucher number? And he gives me the voucher number. <laughs> I was so pissed off. He gives me the voucher number. I read it back to him twice. And he's like, do you need anything else? Do you want me to? I'm like, oh, I'm going to book the flight. And he goes, do you want me to help you with it? And I go, no, I'm good. I can do it myself. <laughs> I don't know why I make the decisions that I make, okay? I'm just one human with half a brain, I guess. I go, no, I'm booking it right now. It's fine because I knew I've done it before with the voucher. The flight I booked was with the voucher. I'm like, all I have to do is put the voucher in. So I'm like 20 minutes and I can barely figure it out. Then I finally get to like the payment screen and figure out that the... Vouchers at the last step. And I was freaking out. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to put the voucher in. So then I get to put the voucher in. I figure it out. I type in the voucher where it goes. And it's like not working, not working, not working. I'm like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. This is what the guy told me. So I have to call customer service again. And wait again. So now I am waiting Um you know, another 20 minutes for him to call me. And then I talk to the lady. And I go, I have this voucher. It's not working. Then she tells me what it is. And she's like, it's a six letter voucher. Turns out I misheard the guy or something. There was a communication barrier. And I was putting in seven letters instead of six. And instead of LA, I was just put, I mean, I was putting LA and it was just A at the beginning. Some five more letters. So, five hours later, I booked my ticket home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booked my ticket home for another amount of lots of money. I was sad, too, because the way I would have worked out, I would have got back in Wednesday early morning, could have enjoyed myself, and then slept in Thursday because I didn't work Thursday. But then I flew in Thursday at 8 in the morning, so you had to get up at 5. Then you land, and then you had a day of cleaning, and then... You wake up to go to work the next day. But I made a shit ton of money today. For the first time in a long time. At work. I got a very crazy, I think a record setting tip today. I don't need to say how much it was. But. Blew my mind. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And uh, I needed that. You know, it's a good little win. You know. When things aren't going your way, sometimes. Some money helps. You know, money makes the world go round, makes the world go round. Everything about this podcast, man, you know, I want to keep doing it. You know, I got to push myself to keep doing it. Hmm. So if you ever see this podcast, man, we're just subscribe, dude, because we're in it for the long haul, baby. We are in it for the long haul. And now all my TikTok viewers I need to use my phone, which I don't know who this person was, but I appreciate it. Um, no one's no one's watching me, guys. So I guess uh, I guess I'm gonna get off TikTok 
now. Um, yeah, I'm off now. Oh, there's TikTok. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, I downloaded a new game because we needed a new game for this because the other game kind of sucked. I spent money on this game, and it's Would You Rather adult version, dude. So, let's fucking... Let's fucking get nasty, dude. Let's take a sip of the White Claw. We're going off the rails today, okay? Let's try. Let's see what we, how long we can go alone. Talking to myself alone. Do you? All right, first question. Would you rather get a lap dance or get a strip tease? Hmm. Good question. Good question. Tough answer. I mean, this is tough, kind of. Okay. Joy of getting a lap dance, you know, she's definitely going to grind up on that pee-pee. She's going to grind up on your junk, dude. She, you're going to feel a little something, you know. You're going to get that full chub in the tight pants. It's going to be sitting there just trying to push up through those pants. But you get the good feel. Something, you know, at least she's on top of you. Strip tease, if it's going like just the classic strip tease, she's in front of me taking her off. Do you get to see any nipples or is it a full strip tease? Does the bra and panty stay on? Because, do I gotta, I'm not looking up strip teases. That's stupid. Because if it's a strip tease and she don't show any nipples or for JJ, what are we doing? I like a good strip tease. That'd be hot. With the heels. Stop. But in my mind, I oh, I didn't mean to click it, but strip tease has 51%, 49% get a lap dance. I'm going to get a lap dance, though. I think I want the lap dance. Because I would assume the lap dance, she's still probably going to be sexy. And it doesn't say lap dance. Um, is she naked? She's, is her boobies out? I would assume boobies are out. Well, then that wouldn't... That would, I think we need more information, but I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go lap dance, lap dance, yep, I'm wrong, but I mean, I'm, so, anyway, would you rather sleep with a 10 out of 10 of the same sex, or sleep with a 1 out of 10 of the opposite sex? <laughs> that is, I think I'm, this is like a hot guy. This is a one out of ten girl. That can be. Or would you go and sleep? Would you just sleep? Hmm. Because we just sleep, when we would do the opposite sex. And I think with this, I don't, dude, that's just too much. I'm going opposite sex. I think, but I, yeah. Both are gonna be sucky. But I guess the guy would be better to look at probably than the... Well, that's fucking weird. I don't fucking know. Let's see what they say. 53% say the opposite sex. 47%. I get. I bet women would say more of the same sex. I bet women probably were up there. Couldn't like a woman, you know? Anyway. Would you rather everyone knows the details of your personal finances? <laughs> Where everyone knows the details of your sex life. Well, I'm going to go with uh, probably the sex life, actually. Well, the details. I'm going to actually give them my personal finances because I ain't got none. I don't give a shit. I give a shit, but like sometimes I get embarrassed to tell people how poor I am. But I'm going to go personal life. I bet you personal finances is better, right? Oh, it's a 50-50 split. But who's going to, I bet, the, but the people that probably don't give a fuck about their sex life thing, know, people knowing their sex life, is people who are probably them kinky people, you know? They don't give a shit, shit already, dude. They got them double siders and they got those swings. We're going off the deep end today. All right, moving on. Would you rather lose the ability to read or lose the ability to make love to read? 
Wait. I should have thought. Think about it. Think about it. But like losing the ability to read, would that mean I wouldn't be have the ability to think? Or I mean like, no, I just wouldn't be able to read. People can still talk. I would tell them to use their words. Use your words, dude, because I'm going to make love. I'm not going to be able to read love, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it. This podcast is killing it today. Yeah, dude. I'm going to lose. I'm going to go with I would lose the ability to read. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, 61%. People, 39% want to be making those babies, baby. All right. Would you rather be cheated on and never know or cheat on someone else and have to tell them? Well, I've been in this situation, so let's see how I felt when they told me. Oh, good story. Not a great... Uh, so, like, a few years back, I went to L.A. I went to L.A. to visit my cousin because they had a wedding. And then I took a week to myself and visit L.A. to see if I wanted to move there. While I had a girlfriend in Detroit. So, the first day on my own in California, I'm by myself. I'm waking up. I wake up to a phone call from she who will not be named. What the fuck was I thinking? I thought... You know, sometimes I thought about that woman and I'm like, oh, maybe she's downgrading because I'm just a server comedian, even though I'm chasing my fucking dream and trying, you know. You know, she was a career woman. Was she going down? No. I mean, have you seen? I think I'm a good looking guy. I think I'm fun. I think, you know, whatever. She calls me up and she because she went to a wedding the night prior. We were supposed to go to we had both weddings. I had a wedding on Friday. She had a wedding on Saturday. I remember this story just like it was. I hope she hears this. She probably won't. She probably forgot me. But anyway, so I would have been at that wedding, but I was waiting. I was in L.A. So, and she had this wedding, so she wouldn't, wasn't in L.A. So anyway, she calls me up. She goes, hey, um, so last night I hooked up with somebody. Uh, oh, so that's why you were ignoring me. I thought you were enjoying the festivities of the wedding. Turns out you were enjoying all of it. All the festivities. All the dessert. All the fucking dessert you wanted. Even the late night snacks, huh? Yeah, you like that shit. Sorry, I hooked up with somebody. I Yeah, I fucking knew. I knew something was in the air, too. And then when someone cheats on you, it's really the fucked up thing. Because then you question what the fuck you did. It's like, what did I do? I don't know. What did you do? I don't fucking, I, I thought I was a good person. I treated him well. Me and her were fighting though, I think. I don't know if we were getting along that much. I don't know if I was pissing or whatever. Whatever, that doesn't even make the fucking excuse, whatever. The thing is though, I was woke up by that. That shit hurts. That shit sucks. Not... I would want to know. I would definitely want to fucking know. Do you know how stupid I'd feel? And then I'm so guilty. I can't do that shit. So I would think I would... Um, but then cheat on someone else and have to tell them that's also a bad feeling. I, am I a bitch if I never want to know? Or am I a bitch because I didn't take a chance and just... You know, because sometimes you can't... You can't hide your feelings. You know, sometimes you meet somebody that night. I guess you get lost in it. And you're like, what if? Now, I guess it's different if it's like just a hookup thing. You know what I mean? If it's just a hookup drunk night. Or if it's and you're just did thing about the other person because you're too selfish, I guess, to think that way about somebody else. Because I don't think if you're drunk. I don't think that gives you an excuse to just go fuck somebody else. You know, you had no thought about me whatsoever. Okay. But, um, um, what was I going to say? Uh, but I guess if, 
you find the right person and you had that connection and it's you think it might be something more and sometimes you probably have to cross that fucking line and uh take that chance you know on your on it and live with the consequences and tell that person that you love or were with and let them know and i mean if it was for something that makes sense, then you should probably should tell someone and be like, there's somebody else because it did happen. And the crazy thing, one of my longest relationships started that way. Toxic. You know, and sometimes you just don't feel good when you're the guy that, you know, she cheated on him with. I'm putting all it out there. But then you fall in love with that girl. Uh, whatever. So the question is, I'm just talking because why not? I think I'd want to be cheat. I would want to cheat on someone else and have to tell them because I would man up to the mistake. I, I feel like that'd be more genuine than feeling really stupid while the person be cheated on and never know or ignorance is bliss. This is tough because I don't want to sound like an asshole because I don't want to cheat on someone. Really, I'm not that person. But I also don't want to be cheated on and never know because I have to know. I got to know. I'm too, my, I'm too in my thoughts. I have to know what's happening all the fucking time. I get so into my thoughts, it really fucks things up for me. And I'm even doing that now. Certain things. I'm too in my thoughts and not trusting myself and not live. You know what I mean? It sucks. I guess my answer is going to be cheat on someone else and have to tell them. I was 45%. The other was 55 People would rather be cheated on and never know. But how does that make you feel? What if your friends knew and they just, you just never knew? You'd feel like a fucking idiot. At least with that girl, you just, I mean, the person you cheat on, you know, you knew that it happened and you were honest with them. And you just had to live with the consequences. And I guess if they forgive you, they forgive you. Which, always when cheating happens, it's never, there's something always wrong after, probably. There's always going to be trust issues. I'm surprised some people can actually, you know, move on from it. I guess you can because of love and shit, but also there's always that thing deep down where you're like, oh, then what were you doing? And then that person's always going to be like, oh, you just don't fucking trust me. And it's like, well, yeah, I kind of fucking don't because when I did trust you, you had dick going down your mouth. Think about that. Oh, you don't like when I put the dick in my mouth that's not yours? No, I'd rather it be mine. You know, I'm out here, you know, just going with you, you know, thinking about you, caring about you. I think I would want to know. Let's move on. That one fucking got me in a wormhole. We'll do a couple more and then we'll get out of here, huh? It's been fun, dude, for me. I ain't done this one in a while, you know. My last solo few ones, I really shut down. Sometimes you just can't find the groove, you know. You gotta find the groove. I think I'm in a groove. It's good. I haven't been using my brain that much. Oh my god, dude! I keep rubbing this thing with my freshly shaved, not freshly shaved. I shaved last night. That story's funny, and this is for the fucking diehards who are watching it till the end. So I trimmed my face up and stuff because I wanted to get sexy. And uh, I thought I thought I had plans. And then that kind of fell through. But anyway, I wanted to get sexy. So I shaved my face, you know. And I was trimming, you you know, when you get older, you get these random hairs. Or just as a guy, you'll just get random fucking hairs on your chest. So I got this nice, I got my one razor. It's this uh, uh, thing by Naralco, dude. And it's amazing. It's like... The closest shave you can get without being a razor. It's like to your skin almost. It's like you, it gets it down to about how it feels like three hours after shaving, five hours after shaving. It's very close. It's insane. 
So I had these also random nipple hairs. I had these random nipple hairs that were growing long, and I'm like, well, I'll just trim them off. I've trimmed my nipple hair before. Fuck you if you want to judge me. I've trimmed it with another utensil or another tool. But this one gets so close to the skin that your hair feels like this. So your nipple hair can kind of have like things like that. The very short ones. Which I didn't know that affected your sensitivity of your nipples. <laughs> so I shaved my nipples down to like this level. Which is not much hair when you get down to it. Which I should have just plucked them out, dude. But it was like, oh, I'll, I'll look sexy and I'll get savage. So I trimmed it off. Which I've done before, but I put a t-shirt on and my nipples were just so hard and like chafing almost, like popping just through the shirt, cutting the shirt in half almost. And I learned a lesson, don't do that, just pluck out the random hairs that you don't like, don't trim it down, it's just like you ever trimmed your arm hair, I've cut my arm hair down like that before, and holy shit that is uncomfortable. I don't know what it is with that those that thick follicle just coming out, but it is sensitive. So boys, if you're out there, women, if you're out there with that nipple hair, don't be don't be fucking shaving it, okay? Don't be doing it like I did, because I can tell you this, it's gonna ruin your night. You ain't gonna be able to wear your t shirt. And then if it's too cold, you'd be rubbing your nipples and then it's hot, then cold. It don't make no sense. They can still turn a tender. It was last night. I was so sad. I was so damn sad. I did not expect that at all. I didn't know what I fucking did to deserve it. Just because I wanted to look good. You know, and then I trim. I used a razor on my face where the mustache, you know, so it was smoother. Gosh, my skin is so sensitive. Got this pussy-ass skin, dude. It hurts. Especially when you shave. <laughs> I don't shave that much anymore. That's why I got the Noraco. Noraco. I can't say that word. Norelco. 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 Norelco razors is what I use. It gets it real close to the face, but not so close to cut your face with like a razor does. Crazy because it gets so close, it almost still get like, you almost get razor burn still. It's crazy. 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 But this has been a great time. Um, if you're still with me and you have moved over to the new channel, I appreciate you. I am on a new channel, so please subscribe. Please. We're thinking of the future. We're thinking of the future. We're trying to build an audience. Tell your friends. Tell your parents. Tell your kids. Your kids need to hear this, dude. We're going to go through it. If you show them me, it, I tell them I'm 31 and this could be them. Use it as a videotape. Use it as a training uh, training video. This is what could happen to you if you don't fucking study. That's the good word. If you don't study, this could happen to you. See that this kid lives with this kid lives with three other adults in one. But you know what he tells himself? He's chasing a dream. That's it. Is what I'm telling myself. I'm chasing a dream. I don't care. However, people see it. Show it to the fucking kids. Show it to the teachers. Show it to the principal. Show it to everybody, dude. Everybody needs to be on going through it because guess what? We're all going through something. That's it. That was a good fucking note, dude. I loved it. I killed it right there. Um, please subscribe, though. I appreciate you. Uh, we went through a lot today. Uh, I'm back in Austin. Shit's popping off. Another thing, um, if you're still here, October 15th at the Jungle Roast Battle. I'm going up against Marcus Oland again. He's coming back for vengeance because you know what happened at the comedy store. And if you don't, I'm 1-0, baby. I'm 1-0. So, Marcus, I hope this video finds you. Just to let you know, I'm going to bring that heat, baby. I'm going to bring the heat. I'm coming for you. Uh, October 15th, it's a Friday at the Jungle, Big Laugh Comedy. We're coming for you. I'm bringing that fire. I'm ready to fucking kill someone. Let's go. Be there. Hit me up. There's tickets online. All that shit. Uh, have a great week. I'll see you next time.
This is Going Through It with Justin Essenmacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah.